You are listening to the Baby Sleep Answers Podcast, the podcast that answers all your baby sleep questions, but it's also just your friend in your ear here to let you know it's normal to struggle, it's normal to have anxiety, and it's normal to want to sleep more. Good morning or middle of the day or middle of the night, whenever you are listening to this little podcast, baby baby okay (laughs) i don't know why i said that uh oh well good news on my end but kind of bad news i i i'm known for my you know being genuine and sharing my experiences but it's getting harder because my kids are finally like all sleeping and you know people used to tm me like thank you so much for sharing the reality that not all babies sleep and not all kids sleep and i i weirdly feel like a fraud because my kids are sleeping all night and they're like well i'm not not that person what am i gonna do maybe i should have another one i'm just kidding um that that's on the board what I don't know where we're gonna go but anyways good morning I want to talk about drowsy but awake this phrase you've probably heard it you've probably heard my thoughts on it if you've been following me for a while but the thing is drowsy but awake was created in and I don't know what time it was created but basically it's a good thing to have because you're teaching a baby to fall asleep when they're still awake they're still kind of aware of what's going on and so the idea is that they will drift off to sleep completely but they won't think that they're with you and so when they wake up they won't be looking for you they'll still be aware that they were by themselves when they fully fell asleep however This isn't always a clear-cut thing for babies, you know, even if they were to fall asleep magically, drowsy but awake, which is very elusive, very hard to get, it's not always going to transfer to to them knowing that they can fall asleep without them. I've had clients who, because they're so drowsy when they're falling asleep, the baby, uh, they actually need help getting drowsy, and that's the hard part. So it's not a magical solution, and it's always not always easy to get. It does work best with newborns who are not fully aware that they are, well, alive and being a a little creature, but it works best with them because they're not aware of their surroundings as much. And that's when it's best to use it because then it can transfer to be, you know, that transferable independent sleep skill that we want to achieve. So how do we get it? With your little newborn, you make sure they are right on the end of their wake window they are definitely sleepy they're on you and you don't let them fully start to open and close close and open their eyes you lay them down you help them get to that stage where they're starting to blink and then you either sway them rock them pat them or just step back and let them fully get into sleep that's that's the idea so if you're trying that with an older baby if they're not too sensitive to changes or to you know separation from you that might still work I did, you know, specifically my youngest, she was okay with it up to even a few months ago. Uh, she would be really, really sleepy on me and I could put her down and she would get kind of annoyed, but then she would just drift off to sleep. Some babies, you cannot do that. They just get angry when you do that. They're like, I was so comfortable. I was falling asleep and then you moved everything on me. Not happy. And it's really not as much of a you know, every baby kind of thing as much of a personality and how they react to things and how sleepy they are and how well you've gotten to cues, but mostly personality. So if you have a baby older than three months and it is not working and you're like, I'm doing everything right. That's, that's it. I just would stop trying drowsy, but awake. I would instead focus on them either being fully dead asleep before you place them in there or fully awake and aware of what's going on, placing them in there. And, you know, I've talked about different, and I'll talk more about, you know, when to place them down awake in another episode, but this one is about drowsy, but awake. So that's really the gist of it. 
the you know the advantage of Josie but awake one is that it's nice because you can just you know get them a little sleepy put them in there and then they'll fall asleep and you don't have to worry about them and then the other advantage is that ideally this means they do the same skill they transfer it throughout the night now let's play a little bit with what drowsy but awake can mean and i usually actually call it sleepy but awake because that way you're sure they're not half asleep and thus more disturbed when you put them down so just focusing on making sure they are sleepy is my goal uh, even older babies that they're very tired when you're going to put them in there that their body has given you signs that they're ready to go to sleep you don't want to have a jumping little two-year-old and put them in a bed and then say I, I don't know why you won't fall asleep right similarly with you as an adult you don't want to just go and run and then crash one that's not going to be good sleep and two it might not be easy to fall asleep you want to have that routine that lets them know they're going to be shutting their body down you know i've talked about routines before you don't have to have a bath but a bath does help you don't have to have lotion but it does help you don't have books but it does help all of those activities center on making sure baby is calming down because you want to calm baby again you want to make sure the wake window is right because that wake window is going to help their their sleep pressure build up just right so they can fall asleep as easily as can be and then you want to you know get them sleepy if they're not quite there some babies need some rocking some need some swaying some singing some snuggling and then that's really that's the optimal <laughs> time to put baby in their crib state drowsy it's just so misnamed you know because i feel like people think drowsy and they think babies like head butting or you know, opening, closing their eyes, looking a little drunk. But that's actually a first sleep stage. So if you're actually getting your toddler purposely drowsy and then changing them into their bed, you probably are just hitting your head. A toddler or baby, you're probably hitting your head against the wall. Why isn't this working? All right. So that's it. Just a short podcast on drowsy but awake because I hear drowsy but awake a lot. I hear, uh, actually, I'm hearing it less and less. I feel like people are disputing it more and more. Uh, when I started this six years ago, it was a big thing. People would ask me, how do I get drowsy but awake? And I would tell them this whole spiel. <sighs> Anyways, I hope you're going to have a wonderful day and then a wonderful night. I am going through some, again, as always, major life changes. And I will share soon about one of the more exciting ones. And yeah, I keep posted. I am having a huge, huge course uh, Valentine's Day sale. If you listen to this today on February 13th, uh, February 14th or February 15th, uh, all my courses will be 30% off for that duration. No consultations because I'm super booked and a little bit burned out. Uh, no consultation discounts <laughs> this time around. But make sure you get your course. You know, you can gift it to people for their newborns or use it yourself or save it for later. All right. I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful night. Again, 